0: Why do we gossip? Good question. Um, Uh, We gossip because we have nothing better to do. Make time pass. Why do we gossip? Uh, I think to feel better about ourselves and to uh, attach ourselves to the other person that we're gossiping with. To connect. We want to compare our own to theirs. We want to see that they're just as valuable as we are, that they make just as many. Mistakes, Most uh, likely because it's kind of fun and it's kind of interesting and it plays to that low part of everybody. I think people gossip because they're focused on what's outside of them rather than what's inside. The ego loves drama, so the ego creates drama and focuses on drama so it doesn't have to feel its own pain. It makes people feel like better to talk about other people's damage and brokenness. It seems inbuilt in human nature, though there are people who don't gossip particularly. I suppose the person who's gossiping gets a certain satisfaction out of what they're saying, even though it may be not very pleasant or very nice, it may be harmful. It's the one time we get to completely forget about our own flaws and just focus on other people's. So there's a certain amount of joy in going like, you know what, you know what that guy really needs to do if he wants to improve his life? and then you go through all the things that they should do and really a lot of it you should probably do as well. Yeah, I've heard about gossip that people have said about me. I've seen it online. People think I just like dress the way I do for attention. They try to be like others, but I really don't. I was with this girl for a while and uh, then we broke up and people start talking about like why we broke up. That's stuff that wasn't true, but because other people are talking about it, people think it's true. Someone I knew many, many years ago we were very close. I happened to come in one time and saw a letter in the typewriter. They painted me in an unpleasant, negative way. It just brought a friendship to a crashing halt which could never ever again be revived in the same uh, confidence or the same closeness. When people gossip about me, it's hurt my feelings and I didn't want to get hurt and I don't want to hurt other people. I was talking about someone in no way, a shape or form helps you or helps them, but if you talk to the person as opposed to talking about them, you actually get somewhere. Well, good morning, New Hope, and welcome to our online service this morning, which basically is going to be the uh, sermon, the life talk. I hope that you're home uh, with a good cup of coffee, uh, warm and uh, cozy and that, and ready to hear from God's word. You know, whenever we cancel church, it's always like, should we, shouldn't we, should we, shouldn't we, and uh, try to determine weather reports, and we want to uh, cancel in a time when we can communicate to others as well, but uh, because we are so uncertain of the weather and we had a variety of our volunteers that were unable to make it, they already had communicated that last night and stuff, uh, we felt like, you know what, let's just stay home and go online, let's be safe. Uh, stay with family, and enjoy the morning. But thank you so much for being online with us this morning here at New Hope Community Church. We're starting a new series this morning called Gossip. Don't talk about it, right? And so uh, it was funny. When I left the house this morning, my wife Sherry was like, hey, I, you know, put an invite out on Facebook, and I was talking about gossip, right? And I was spreading the news, she was saying, like she was gossiping about it. But this whole idea of gossip, right, is something that we all, if we're honest, struggle with it. You know, you heard in the video, uh, different people's perspective on gossip, uh, why they wrestle with it, or why they think people gossip. But the reality is, we all Gossip. We are all challenged with it. There's a story about four pastors who got together just to visit. And during the conversation, one of the pastors says, you know, our people come to us and they pour out their hearts and they confess their sins and their needs. I mean, let's do the same. Confession is good for the soul. And after a little while, they agreed to do that. And so the first pastor confessed that when he was away on vacation from church that he liked to go to certain movies. The second pastor confessed that he liked to go out in his backyard and smoke cigars. And the third pastor confessed that he liked to once in a while run up and do the quarter slots at the casino. And so they were waiting for the fourth pastor to confess but he wouldn't confess and the others were pressing him and saying listen come on now we confessed ours what is your secret you know what is what is your vice and reluctantly the man answered he said it's gossip and I can hardly wait to get out of here right? Because why? He wanted to go and share with others what these three other pastors in his community, what they liked to do in secret or what their vice was, right? Well, when it comes to the whole area of gossip, how many of us listening here today have really ever heard a talk about gossip or have heard a maybe sermon on gossip, Honestly, I think it's very few of us. I have never heard a sermon on gossip, nor have I ever given one. But it's something that I've always wanted to do. And so this is why over this next four weeks, we're going to be looking at this whole area of gossip. Because oftentimes, we don't want to talk about it. I mean, we like to joke about gossip, right? We like to gossip about gossip. But When it comes to the whole idea of gossip, we really don't want to talk about the realities of gossip in our lives. It's just how it is. So that's why we're going to focus on it over the next four weeks with the desire that gossip would decrease in my life and it would decrease in your life as well. So let me start out here today by giving us a a picture of gossip. You know, what is it? Gossip is information shared about an absent third party, right? Obviously, the person that we're talking about or gossiping about isn't present with us as we're talking about them. It's just the reality of it. I was at a recent community meeting with other community leaders, and they asked us to go around the room and introduce ourselves, and we were all sitting at different round tables. And when I stood up and introduced myself and said, you know, I'm Bill Berg, I'm with New Hope Community Church, a gal at my table said, oh, you're Bill Berg, and that's it. You know, and I was just sort of, like, wondering, like, okay, like, what does she think of me, or maybe, like, what has she heard about me? I remember last month, I was uh, at one of the local hotels here and helping take care of a a community care situation, a a, a situation there. And I was uh, paying for some nights at the hotel, and, and I had to sign paperwork in that. And the gal behind the counter looked at my name, and she said, oh, I've heard a lot about you. And like, that was it, like, end the conversation or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well... You know, was it good? Was it bad? I don't know. But we always wonder when people make that comment, right? Like, what's out there? What's being said about us, right? So when it comes to gossip, I mean, gossip differs from this human tendency to talk about other people in that gossip tends to focus on the negative information about the person that we are targeting, Right? You know, we're, we're talking about them in a negative way. The Hebrew translates gossip in the Old Testament this way it is one who reveals a secret, one who goes about as a talebearer or a scandal monger. Now, none of us really would view ourselves as a scandal monger. I mean, how would you like to be labeled? somebody as a gossip, but more so as a scandal monger. I mean, that definition is pretty weighty, right? It's pretty negative. But even though it's negative, I mean, the majority of us still like to gossip. We still tend to gossip in our conversations. It's just who we are. Now, when it comes to using our words statistically now, statistically, they say that women use about 20,000 words a day, and men use about 7,000 words a day. You know what? Probably husbands could confirm, yes, my wife uses 20,000 words a day. Probably wives could confirm, yes, my husband only uses 7,000 words, or maybe we would be classified as grunts a day, whatever, right? But Statistically, it's interesting that they say out of the words we use, whether it's 20,000 or 7,000, 76% of those words are neutral words. They're not negative words. They're not positive words, okay? But out of what is remaining, they say that 9% of the words we use are words of encouragement or words that build up another person. But 15% of those words remaining that we use are words of gossip. So if we do the math and we say, okay, if a woman uses 20,000 words in a day, roughly 3,000 of those words are words of gossip. And for men, if it's 7,000, then roughly 1,050 words a day are words of gossip. I mean, it's just the reality of it. Okay. Irma Bombeck is, a or was, an American humorist and uh, writer, author, uh, typically in the, the newspaper, wrote a lot of books. But she said, some say that our national pastime is baseball. Not me. It's gossip. You know, her, her picture or her idea of being a writer, of hearing all kinds of stories, is that people like to gossip, right? But why is it? I mean, Why is it we like to gossip? Well, one reason is people say it's fun. I mean, we do it for fun. We gossip and it can be addictive and it can provide us this short burst of guilty pleasure, right? The book of Proverbs in the Old Testament likens the words of gossip to like delicious morsels, these small, delicious morsels, in Proverbs 18, 8, it says this, the words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. You know, that they're like delightful. they're They're good, right? You know, it's like these small, tasty treats that promise us delight as they go down, as we indulge in them. You know, it sort of reminds me of like the big Hershey candy bar, right? I mean, the big Hershey candy bar is great to eat in that. But I think Hershey's realized, you know what? Not everybody likes to buy the big Hershey candy bar. So if we came out with smaller little candy bars, these little morsels that people can indulge in and that go down to their most inner parts, right? It's sort of like that little piece of morsel of gossip, right? Then people will buy more chocolate, right? Or we have the the little Hershey kisses, right? That are, are even this smaller morsel. But here's the challenge for me is, is I can eat just as many kisses, which make up a whole candy bar or even sometimes more than a candy bar, right? I mean, it's hard just to eat like one little morsel. And it gives us this picture of gossip too. It's hard just to gossip a little bit like we like to gossip, gossip, gossip. You know, when I uh, chose this series, Gossip, Don't Talk About It, in reality, the second half of the word gossip is what? It is sip. I mean, we love to sip coffee, and sipping coffee gives us this picture. I want you to remember when you're sipping coffee, it gives us this picture of sipping gossip. Oh yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, I heard that about them too. As good, yeah. Well, did you hear about so and so? Oh yeah, so. Oh yeah, yeah, so and so. And we like to sip, sip, sip gossip, right? And it's and again, it's like what Proverbs says. It's these small little morsels of indulgement, right? Guilty pleasure. And so we think it's fun. But secondly, we, we like to gossip because sometimes we just view it as relief. We get this relief as we gossip about people who are having all kinds of problems or maybe they uh, made a decision that was harmful or that they are doing a sin that is like unheard of or whatever. And we like to talk about the scenario they're in, whether it's troubling, or whether it's a sin, uh, whether whatever it might be, and we like to compare ourselves to them, and we're like, man, I'm so glad I didn't do that, or I'm so glad I don't have that situation, and and we find this relief from the gossip that we're in. For some, it's just this act of power. And we've all been there, if we're honest, right? we feel this sense of power, we have this privileged information about people, right, and we proceed to reveal it we We come in and we say, you know, oh, you know what I heard, and then you know everyone leans in like what 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 right? whatever the information might be, you know, what did we hear in town? Is a piece of ranch really coming or not? No, I mean everybody keeps gossiping about piece of ranch or this or that or like what's happening in that empty space of land or that person or this or that, right? We feel like we have this privileged information and that one up on people. And it's just a sense of power, right? And again, for some people, it's just this need for inclusion. Uh, People believe they don't have maybe information that other people have, and they want to get some information to share. They want to feel included. You know, hey, I'm getting together with the guys, and I want to feel included on, you know, what is happening with the Vikings, or what's the scenario now with Aaron Rodgers, or whatever it is, or women get together, and they want to have the, you know, what's happening with whatever women talk about, right? And are they in the know? I mean, we want to feel included in the conversation. And then lastly, people sometimes, and I think just sometimes, gossip because they actually want to hurt Somebody with their gossip. You know, it, it's rare, but some people gossip to be mean and to hurt the reputation of a person or an entity uh, being talked about, whether it's like a restaurant that they had a bad experience in or a store or whatever, customer service, whatever it might be, or just information about another person that they dislike, and they want to put out information that will be hurtful for them, that will spread and cause havoc in that person's life. And so there's a variety of reasons of, like, why we gossip. But for all of us listening to this talk is, the reality is, we all do it, and I think we've all done it in those various forms, But it's incredible when we go on now and, thirdly, look at the power of gossip. I mean, gossip holds some incredible power. How many of you listening here right now have ever had a story told about you that was not true? You've had information shared about you individually that is not true. It's all of us, right? I mean, it's 100% of us have heard back information about us that isn't true. You know, obviously, weekly, I get up in front of many people and talk. And at times, that communication, what I talked about, gets out in the community and gets twisted and changed, and I hear back that I have said things or proclaimed things or that I have affirmed things that were totally not true. I remember a few months ago, I got a text from an individual not at New Hope. And they said, you know what, my neighbor was talking to me and said, oh, did you hear that people are leaving New Hope Community Church because Pastor Bill was teaching on critical race theory? And this individual who knew me texted me and said, hey, you know what, my neighbor was telling me this. Is it true? And I'm like, no, it's not true. And I said, you know what? Hey, we did a series called We, Not Us or Them, and it was all about racial reconciliation. It was all about this whole idea that, man, we're more alike than different. We need to be kind with one another. We need to understand one another. We need to work at this together. And I never mentioned once critical race theory period nor did I teach on it but the word on the street supposedly was I did and because of that numerous people were leaving New Hope now make sure you hear me correctly on this as I just shared it and that you're not out saying oh hey Pastor Bill's teaching on critical race theory or whatever you know but it it happens and it's happened numerous times uh, in my life and I know in your life as well It's interesting. In 1887, the coffin of Abraham Lincoln was pried open to determine if the contents of his body was still in the coffin. What makes this so remarkable is the fact that Lincoln's body had rested in that coffin already for 22 years. And what's even more remarkable is that 14 years after they dug up his body to the coffin to see if his body was in there, another rumor circulated that his body was actually not in the coffin, that the coffin was empty. And so because of the the rage and because of the curiosity of the rumor and the people, they ended up digging up his body again and have having witnesses come and witness to the fact that, yes, his body was still in the coffin. I mean, that is the power of gossip. I mean, think about that. It's crazy. And so let's talk about then, thirdly, the problem of gossip. What's the problem of gossip? The problem of gossip is it's sin. (laughs) It's sin. I mean, right in God's word, it lists gossip among all kinds of other sins, right in Romans chapter 1, verse 29 through 32. The apostle Paul writes this, they have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanders, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, boastful, They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things will deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. So it's just this whole idea of this whole list of sin and this whole idea of that, hey, People live this way, and they continue to live this way, and they encourage it in others. That the sin of gossip is right in the middle of the list with murder and strife, with being arrogant, doing evil. It's sin. And sin in the Greek means missing the mark. In Romans 3.23, it says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And when the apostle Paul was writing this verse he was thinking of an archery competition where an archery competition when they were shooting arrows at the target obviously in the middle is the bullseye it's the perfect score. But if an arrow fell outside of the bullseye it was called in that culture a sin why because it fell short of what was perfect. And the reality is when it comes to gossip we all fall short of the glory of God. We all fall short of what God desires of our words. In James four seventeen, it says this, if anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. And I think the majority, if not all of us, know that when we're gossiping and like like we're really into it, That there's this other voice in our mind overriding our voice as we're gossiping, saying, that's not good, that's not right, you shouldn't be doing that, you shouldn't be saying that, right? And do we listen to it and heed the advice? No. A lot of times we just keep going, and then afterward, in our minds, we're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that, right? It's interesting what Jesus says in Matthew Chapter 12, verse 36. Listen to this. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give an account of every careless word they speak. Whoa. Did you hear that? This is Jesus talking. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. Now, if we go back and do the math that I was talking about earlier, that women speak 20,000 words a day, men speak 7,000 words a day, and out of that, 15% of our words are words of gossip, negative words towards people, or hurtful words towards people. If we did the math over a lifetime and say that, hey, for average, we're going to live 80 years, all right? And if we did the math, that means that for women, they would need to give an account before Jesus for 87,600,000 words of gossip. And men, we're not off the hook because we need to stand before Jesus and give an account for every careless word, and our words are 30,660,000 words of gossip, that Jesus says we are going to be judged on. And so think about, again, the ramifications or the seriousness of our words and that gossip is addressed as a sin in the Bible. And so, you know, we talked about the the picture of gossip, you know, what it is, why is it we gossip, right? We talked about the power of gossip. All of us have had something said about us That was totally not true and sometimes very hurtful. We just looked at the whole problem of gossip. It's sin. And just let me conclude here with what then should be our practice? What should be our practice with our words? Ephesians 4.29 is our theme verse for this series, and it says this. Do not let any unwholesome talk Come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. I'm going to read that again. I want you to think about it. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs not your needs, their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Do the words that come out of our mouth benefit those who listen? Are the words coming out of our mouth, would they be appreciated, would they be accepted by the people that are not with us yet we are talking about? And so when it comes to our words, you know, I have some building blocks up here that I grabbed from our Hope Kids area. And we can, with our words, provide a building block for people's life, words of encouragement. And so we can be a building block, but we can also be a stumbling block if we use words that are negative, if we get into gossip. And so my challenge to each one of us here this morning, today, whenever you're listening to this life talk, is that we would be people that pay attention to our gossip, that we would call it sin as God calls it sin in our life, that we would watch our words, and that our words, when they come out of us, would be building blocks in people's lives instead of stumbling blocks. And so I am going to pray for us here this morning, but I want you to consider this talk and I want you to think about what are one or two areas of this talk that have just hit home with you personally when it comes to gossip. Let's pray. Father God, thank you that your word covers so much of our lives, even down to our words that we use on a daily basis. And I pray that we would take what has been said and written in your word seriously and that we would recognize that this sin is just as equal to any other sin and you call us to live like Christ. And so Jesus, we're going to need help for you to get this practice of gossip out of us and put in us the practice of using words that build others up instead of are a stumbling block. And so I pray this over everyone's life who is listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great rest of your day, New Hope. Have an incredible week, and let's use words of encouragement.